We must be sure that, there is a huge difference between a person who engages in actual physical violence and the person or persons who engage in creating an environment which leads to physical violence. Violence can happen only when the persons are not ready to listen to each other. This can happen only when either one side, or both sides think that, only my way is the correct. This word, only, is the root of violence. Be it in obtaining money, power, etc., when someone thinks, only I should have these. Be it religious philosophy, when someone thinks, only I am correct. Be it political philosophy, when someone thinks, only I am correct. When we use terms only, we restrict ourselves to a small portion of the universe and rule out the existence of the universe apart from our small comprehensible part of the universe. This leads us into insecurity because then, we do not want others to enter into our territory. If we would have realized that everything is part of the universe and we are also part of the same, then there would be no insecurity whatsoever. Some religions and political philosophies rule out the existence of others totally. Some political philosophies trespass into the arena of religion and culture and deny their existence, this leads to politics of religion and culture, which is totally wrong and should not be done because politics is all about resource sharing and managing the secular existence of society. Some religions trespass into territory of politics and power and seek to spread their religious philosophies by capturing political power. This is totally wrong practice because religion is meant to be the personal philosophy of a human being which she uses to attain salvation in this life. This interplay of politics and religion is the root cause of violence which we see today as well as in history. It has always been either politics entering into the arena of religion and culture or religion entering into the arena of politics, which led to civil wars, wars and even annihilation of several civilizations. But why do people who engage in actual physical violence, actually do so? We have examples of educated, illiterate, rich, poor, male, female, as young as 12 years old, as old as 60 years old, and so on, all kinds of people engaging in actual physical violence. So, what is the cause of it? For finding the root cause, it is obvious that we look for the common thing among all these kinds of people. What is that? Clearly, it is mind. Hence, we come to an understanding that violence is the result of a state of mind. This is very important to be noted because until we recognize the root cause of violence, we will never be able to eliminate it from roots. We will be cutting down its fruits, stem, branches, but we would never be able to eliminate it completely because its roots are still there and there are some other set of people who are watering the roots and giving all kinds of nutrition, and also external environment for it to grow. So, the person who actually does violence is like a tree. This person can himself guide her own mind or maybe someone else guides her mind. Anyway, the actual sufferer is the doer and the person towards whom violence is directed. Now, who are people who help to develop such minds? Obviously, they are those who want power. They are either religious leaders or political leaders. Although, it is wrong to call them leaders. Because a leader leads from ahead, they are cowards, hiding behind a mob whose mind has been manipulated religiously or politically. How are the minds manipulated? There are only two ways of manipulation, either create a sense of insecurity or create a sense of superiority complex. In some cases, both work together. This is the case for the action doer. The one who reacts to violence by violence may not have any insecurity or superiority complex, rather she may be just defending her religion, culture, polity or some other institution. Now, why do people believe in these kinds of leaders? Because they are trained to do so either since childhood or in such an age when the mind is most susceptible to anything, that is, teenage, when the mind is unstable and taking a shape. Why would these kinds of leaders manipulate others? Simply to gain power. These kinds of leaders create an external environment also, like, writing books to support ideologies, coverage via journalism, 
intelligently shifting blame on others every time, filing a case in court, teaching their ideologies in schools, universities, religious schools, etc., bullying other ideologies, shaming others on open platforms by abusing the sacred and respected ones of others, etc. These people do mental violence and thus the public gets confused and is not able to catch them red-handed most of the time. How do we identify them? It is very simple. If anyone is focused on criticizing others more than promoting and giving reasons to support their own religious or political ideologies, then that person is sowing seeds of violence. One, who is confident of self, will always talk about what she stands for, and not what she stands against. And if she is proved to be non-inclusive, or entertaining only a certain part of society, then she would be ready to accept the more inclusive ideology and not be stubborn to impose own ideology. These kinds of people are meant to be leaders, who can expand our existence instead of contracting it. We need to identify people who are standing against something and everything and not standing for something, because these kinds of people do not have any solution for any problem, but they do have a problem for every solution, always, without any exception. And also, they have a problem with everyone else, be it religious or political, and later they will fight among themselves. Thank you. See you again.